Hello, everyone, and welcome to Multi-Housing News' Top Marketers Podcast. I am your host, Senior Associate Editor Ivy Lee Rosario. We are speaking with Sarah Bassett, Vice President of Marketing at Bell Partners, where she leads a team dedicated to driving demand generation and optimizing lead conversions for the company's managed communities. Today, we will be discussing some of the major challenges to being a multifamily marketer. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me, Ivy. I'm thrilled to be here. Perfect. So in your experience, can you pinpoint some of the biggest challenges facing marketers today? Yeah, sure. There's a lot of challenges facing marketers today. Um, There's very heavy demand for marketers and departments to produce a higher volume of leads and opportunities at a quicker pace for less cost. And so that creates a formula for a very difficult equation, particularly when there's budgeting demands or resource demands that many internal departments um, struggle with regardless of the industry. So when you take a look at those elements, um, in addition to all of the emerging technologies and the way marketers need to keep up with the demand of innovations, uh, MarTech stacks, Um, on top of trends of what's happening based on their target buyers, if they're baby boomers, Gen X, Gen Z, millennials, you're constantly needing to re-engineer and look at your strategies to ensure they are actually targeting with the end result that you're looking for. And so a lot of times what ends up happening is marketing departments or roles start to become spread too thin. We're constantly trying to go after the new shiny object. Um, We take our eye off the prize sometimes of what we're actually trying to solve for, which is really strong customer experiences to create sticky selling experiences for our prospects so that they, in the multifamily industry, we are attracting residents. We are wanting to retain those residents. Um, And so when you start to look at the blend of demand for volume, demand for doing it more quickly, demand for doing it less expensively, paired with all the emerging technologies and just the way consumers are absorbing information and buying differently, we are on an uphill battle regularly and frequently to need to continuously reevaluate and manage our marketing strategies. And so at the end of the day, marketing cannot be a light switch. It cannot be something that um, doesn't get regularly massaged, maintained, and managed. Otherwise, you very often end up becoming extinct before you're able to kind of execute against the strategy. Right. Those are some really great points, and that's, that's a really interesting way to put it. So coming from outside of the multifamily industry, which I think is really interesting to have you on this podcast. What are some of the major similarities and differences you've noticed so far between the two marketing worlds? Yeah, there's a lot of really similar things. And then there's a lot of things that I'm noticing are very fascinating to to an exclusive to multifamily. And um, one of those, so I've recently come from outside of multifamily, but within business services, professional services, facilities management, hospitality sort of industries that touch multifamily, um, typically from a third party perspective. And so with that, I have familiarity with some of the critical ingredients that need to go into an effective uh, marketing strategy for multifamily. And at the end of the day, it's really about the prospect journey and the customer experience. 
And if you can figure out how to nail that and get that right, you are on your way to success. And as I mentioned before, there's so many influences and elements that marketers need to contend with to really figure out how to put their magic recipe together. Um, and so when doing that, it's, it's the same regardless of what industry you're in. You have to think about your end target prospect in mind first. What are you trying to, to do? What problem are you trying to solve? And in the case of multifamily specific to property management, it's about attracting residents and getting them to convert to want to reside and live at your property and then want to retain them as residents at the property. And so some of the you know, interesting points that, that I'm noticing is that technology is certainly booming and is booming everywhere. And multifamily thinks they're really far behind the curve in terms of technology trends and, and available resources. And while that might be the case in some, some respect that it's been a few years longer than some of these technologies may exist outside of multifamily, the reality is I think there's a misperception because most industries are, are kind of behind the curve, certainly coming from food services, certainly coming from healthcare, there is, or healthcare marketing even, there is definitely a, a, a steep hill that a lot of industries are climbing to feel like they are on the pulse of cutting edge technology when it comes to marketing in these other industries. And so I think multifamily needs to give themselves a little bit of a break. Um, <laughs> they're doing okay. They're doing really, really well. I just came back from a, a very large conference where the entire exhibit hall was filled with a ton of um, technology-driven vendors. And it was exciting and it was great. Um, and so I think they're really figuring it out. I think where the watch out might need to happen for multifamily is making sure that all of these exciting technologies when they're actually starting to be implemented as marketers, we're truly looking at why are we implementing this innovation or technology? What problem is this helping to solve? How is this really truly helping to connect the customer experience? And digital doesn't only need to be the this only space where that innovation occurs. To me, it's truly about connecting. How do you attract and retain them by showing up in the right ways, whether it's through traditional and digital strategies, but then making sure that customer experience connection truly does happen when that resident becomes, um, you know, goes on site to the property. Because if there's a disconnect between the digital experience of what they're consuming to the actual property experience, that is not going to help create a sticky and positive opportunity. Therefore, you're going to end up, you know, not retaining that that resident over time, and then you're going to be back in the laundry cycle again of needing to attract and find uh, new prospects. Yeah, that's a really interesting point because, like you mentioned, it all kind of comes back to the customer experience, and you know, real estate is you know, people driven. So that's really the most important thing, you know, when you're doing your marketing and any industry that you're in within real estate, it's always going to be about people. So that's a great point to make. So on that same note, what are some best practices that can be pulled from outside the industry that multifamily marketers can utilize? Great question. I, I think there's probably about four key insights that I found so far in, in my time um, coming kind of over over into planet uh, multifamily. Um, and those would be, the first one is really to get back to the basics and think about the resident journey. 
And think about it from before they even find out about your particular property. How are you making sure you're getting in front of them? And again, it's that blend of traditional, it's community relations, it's PR, it's you know giving back, it's, it's being present in the communities that you want to foster these relationships. In addition, certainly to the powerhouse that digital marketing brings to our industry around, you know, how to, you know, make sure from pay-per-click to search engine optimization to the ILSs, you know, getting the digital infrastructure in front of your prospects. But from there, making sure that once you get them onto your property, what is that experience all the way through to the retention of you know, what is it like for them to tour the property to see if they want to live there? What is the cleanliness of the property, signage, the amenities? How are they greeted when they walk into the front office? Then once they become a resident, what is that move-in experience like? How do we help somebody make this community feel like a home? What communications are we feeding them? Is it a, a lot of email? Can we use other vehicles like text message or you know the phone? How do you kind of look at that holistic customer experience? Because a disconnected experience from you know showing up on a search engine and putting your property there and all these beautiful pictures, and then when the when the prospect gets on property, if that doesn't translate and feel authentic and the same experience that they experience on the computer, that's going to make a fractured um, opportunity to really get somebody to want to live at your property. The second I would say is make sure technology serves a purpose and actually solves a problem. So to my earlier point, one of the most fascinating things about the multifamily industry right now is that it's a booming mecca of a lot of emerging technologies. And so it's almost like walking into a little micro planet where you get sucked into the vortex of multifamily. And once you're there, it's a mini Silicon Valley with all these really great emerging technologies that are coming out. And some are going to really make it and become really, really impactful for, for our industry and the business. But what's so fascinating is a lot of these technologies do exist outside of multifamily, but these vendors have done an incredible job of making sure the technology is really niche and nuanced for the needs and intricacies of multifamily. And so with that, I think there's opportunity to integrate those and have them solve a lot of really key core challenges and needs that we have. However, sometimes if you start to follow too many shiny objects, you start to almost become overwhelmed with the technology experience. And at the end of the day, it might actually water down what you're trying to solve for, which is finding strong residents that you're attracting to your properties that are wanting to actually become residents. Sort of an insight or a watch out there is make sure the technology serves a purpose and solves a problem. Technology for the sake of technology can actually be a deterrent if it's not actually managed the right way. The third piece I would say is digital management. So kind of parlaying off of the technology piece from a marketing perspective, digital marketing is, is instrumental and paramount, certainly to the success of this industry. But with that, I think there's a lot of need to make sure that marketing teams are well understood by their operations counterparts so that they are properly resourced and properly budgeted for. You can do a lot with a little, but you truly do need to make sure digital is something that is nurtured. 
And I think building that rapport between operations and the marketing teams, particularly on the digital front, so that there's an understanding of the ongoing management and maintenance that needs to happen for digital strategies to be effective is critical. Digital is not a set and and forget it. It is not a light switch. It's not something you turn on and can walk away from. In order for it to truly be impactful and effective, you need to constantly be monitoring it, constantly be looking at your KPIs, reevaluating your KPIs so that the goal is that you're getting closer and closer and closer to that target, that bullseye. But marketing is never a silver bullet. It really does take nurture. It takes a lot of massaging. It takes a lot of paying attention to what's happening and making sure you're working with your cross-functional partners to ensure the success of the program. And then finally, I would say data for the sake of data is just numbers. And I think we're in a world where there's a lot of technology, a lot of need for benchmarking, a lot of opportunity to take a look at what the data is telling us. But if we're not looking at that data and deriving insights and then putting those insights into actionable solutions and and then figuring out how our digital programs are then managing against what the data is telling us, it's a lot of information that isn't going to be able to be strategically and proactively leveraged. And I think there's great opportunity for marketing departments to really become much more strategic and prescriptive and how they're spending their dollars through what strategies and tactics. Yeah, that's really interesting. It's funny to see how many things can be pulled from other industries and utilized in the multifamily space. I mean, there, there's a lot of great points that you brought up there that definitely resonate with our audience and, and things that we've seen in the industry. So those are really helpful. So can you share with us the main differences between marketing to you know residents versus your investors or your business partners or even your employees? Yeah, 100%. And that's the fascinating. This is why I geek out at marketing. I love it because every single approach is so different. You might use the same ingredients, but you need to sort of um, mix them slightly differently in order to make sure the, you know, what you're producing actually is going to be effective for your target audience. And so it really does come down to who is your target audience for your particular marketing strategy. And so for the sake of the residents or the properties, that is very much a B to C or a business to consumer uh, approach. And so that's going to be making sure you are showing up where they're searching, making sure there's quicker transactions, there's high volume of demand coming in so that there's a, a higher volume for conversion at the end of the pipeline. Whereas from an investor or um, third party owner perspective, it's a bit more of a, a B2B strategy. So a business to business strategy. And typically those are higher net worth transactions, much longer sales cycles. They are top to top conversations. And so in order to make those strategies effective, you really need to start to look at a long sales cycle with an omni-channel multi-layered approach where at the end of the day, content is king and content by way of value. What information are you providing to your prospects that are gonna help solve a problem, address a challenge, give them an aha moment or an insight where they're starting to recognize your organization as a thought leader, a subject matter expert, or somebody who really provides valuable information to helping them run their business. And so using content marketing, email, 
drip campaigns and more layered approach strategies like that are a lot of times much more effective than some of the more pay-per-click or more of the you know quicker transaction generated volume of leads that are needed from a resident perspective. So again, your volume from a B2B perspective may be slightly less because you don't need as many, you're not targeting as many people, your universe there is very different, but you need to make sure that strategy is effective consistent and sticky in order to build that ongoing credibility so that when that particular prospect is interested or may want to look at a, entertaining another third property management company for their facility, they have your organization top of mind because you've provided such great, valuable content to them. Yeah, that's really interesting. There's there's so many nuances to it and so many points to think about in between what your marketing strategies are. So it's nice to see that you can kind of utilize some of the same things, but also you have to make sure that you're, you know, specifying it to whoever you're marketing to. So those are some interesting points. So kind of going back to technology and trends, how you mentioned before, real estate sector has a reputation for being a bit behind with that. Like you mentioned, you know, you kind of want to give it more credit <laughs> than the industry as a whole gives themselves because you're saying that, you know, they're not as far behind as they might think they are, but, you know, the industry still has some learning to do. And, and there is a learning curve that comes with, you know, all these new trends that pop up and there's new technologies every day. What are some of the drawbacks for getting too excited about the new, you know, bells and whistles and not doing the due diligence for your business when it comes to engaging with the customer and creating that customer experience? Great question. And I think it goes back to, it can become a lot of noise very quickly if there isn't a very well-planned strategy with the end in mind. And so one example I can give you is we're starting to look at at Bell how our different demographics of folks are, are searching for properties because a one-size-fits-all approach is not gonna work as our consumers become more and more sophisticated and there's more and more technology avenues for our prospects to be leveraging when they're looking for a place to live. And so an example of that is we're starting to notice that by demographic or you know breakdown, Generation Z is starting to search a different way than perhaps a millennial or a Gen X or baby boomer may. One example is from a Gen Z perspective, they are so used to growing up with technology. That's what they know. That's how they've been um, used to making consumer purchases and doing research that typically what we're starting to notice is that that particular generation is using more customized searches. So they're doing a more upfront search with a long tailed keyword search and then what they're doing is they're skipping all the ads and going straight to the maps and locations. And it's because they almost are demanding, are craving, are requiring a very organic experience. And then they want to make sure that what they're seeing online is actually what the real proof in the pudding is when they get to the location. And so a lot of times there's a little bit of a mistrust even on photography because they know, well, these marketing departments may have budgets and professional photographers and everything's polished and perfect. And that can't really be what's actually happening <laughs> in the world. And so they're wanting much more lifestyle and um, candid and organic experiences to truly get the real gist of what living at that particular property looks like. 
Whereas a millennial we're starting to notice is leveraging the ILS sites for ease of use. And so they're going to their ILSs and then using the filter for finding what they do or don't want. And so that is a one-stop shop for them to really be able to start to look at how to narrow down the properties. And then you've got, you know, your Gen Xs or your baby boomers who are still wanting more of that personal experience. So they're looking at, does the property have accurate photos? Do they have videos? Can I see what I'm wanting to purchase? Um, is there an in-person experience where I can call somebody, talk to them, get questions answered, get on site and actually see what I may want to lease? And so the visuals and the photography on the website are extremely important for those purposes. So at the end of the day, there's a lot that can go into the equation, but really trying to figure out what is your property target market? Who are you trying to attract and how are you trying to attract them is going to be instrumental. And so one of the things that we're starting to look at is do we need to put different focuses from a website to digital paid marketing to the photography, et cetera, et cetera, to really make sure that the experience resonates with our target prospects. So kind of diving in a little deeper, how do you find that holy grail solution that works best for your business and your marketing initiative? Is there even something that exists, <laughs> you know, that you might I be wish. that holy grail? <laughs> you know, I know it's so different for everyone and their businesses. So, you know, if, if there is something, how do you find it? If there's not, how do you work towards finding that? Yeah, I wish there was the holy grail solution. I think we would um, all be, you know, on an island right now that we owned because we have figured <laughs> yeah. out the, the silver bullet. And like I said, there really is no silver bullet to marketing, but that doesn't mean it can't be effective and it isn't critical and necessary. Marketing is probably one of, maybe biased and passionate about it, but one of the key equations to helping support the operations and the properties function and function successfully. And it really is a blend of art and science. Um, and it's really about managing it on a day-to-day -day basis and knowing that one tactic, one technology innovation, one community event, one social post is not going to get you where you need to go. It needs to be the right blend of those tactics and solutions over the right period of time, done consistently, managed well, and really looking at what each source is starting to bring in in terms of leads to figure out where you need to ramp those levers up and which ones you can kind of ramp down on a little bit. And so that's where it's this really magical equation of um, a blend of tactics with data coming in and you're able to track each of your sources so that you can measure what you're doing and where the success is coming from spending time doing more of that and being okay saying we don't have to do everything and everything to the hundred percent all the time because that actually is where you're going to be spending money that doesn't need to be spent and you can be cutting back and instead put the eggs in the basket that you're actually seeing some results in so i think the holy grail is just a constant evaluation of what solutions are you doing how are you doing them when are you doing them and what are you getting from that to know that you don't have to be everything and in all places at all times and i think the more technology evolves and the more ai that comes out and the more we can start to connect the technology experience and work with our vendors as true partners 
to looking at a holistic customer journey, the holistic customer prospect experience. I think that's where the holy grail opportunity really rests. I'm not sure we've cracked the code and I think it's an incredibly hard code to crack for any industry. So again, multifamily is not so far behind the times, but I do think that is where if we could kind of in a perfect world, bring the brain trust of marketers in multifamily together to really start to look at mapping that solution out. I think the Holy Grail rests somewhere in that particular space. Yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. There's there's so much changing and I think flexibility is a big thing to kind of just go with the times and be open to new experiences yeah. and new technologies. And and trying yeah. something and recognizing it's not working and failing fast is 100% okay. That's also the beauty of digital is that once it's out there, it can very well be changed or edited or you know taken down or whatever. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid to try some things, um, but just know that you don't have to try everything all at once. Then you don't really know what actually worked from what you tried. You know, <laughs> yeah. change one variable at a time. It's just like a science experiment. That's where the science part comes in. Manipulate one variable at a time, but also know there's an art to it that it's not going to all of a sudden, you know, open the water gates out of nowhere if you haven't yet been consistently marketing. And so you need to then make sure you have that consistent approach while looking at the the more scientific variables that that you're putting out there. And and be okay to say, you know, we tried that. We did it for six months. It didn't work. We've got to pivot and we're going to try this source instead. And that that's all part of the, the fun of the game. <laughs> and I'm sure, you know, many of our listeners helped out with some of these challenges you brought up or will in the future. So it's definitely part of the marketing journey and, and kind of just rolling with the punches and trying out new things, like you said, and, and seeing what really works for you and your business. 100%. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of these challenges with us today, Sarah. It's been great having you on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm excited to see, you know, what continues to emerge in terms of the world of of marketing for multifamily. I'm sure we all are. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into the latest episode of Multifamily Top Marketers. Follow along with us on multihousingnews.com and subscribe to MHN's The Lease Up podcast channel on Apple and Spotify.